Hello and welcome back to Little MB. This is Nick. Sorry for the delay. <clears throat> Had a lot going on, things of that nature. So, I can't help but thinking about the sad state of affairs that we are in with where we are as a people. It is freaking sad. Because we have absolutely no respect for each other, and I don't get it. I don't get it. I've given my logical reasons for why I have not taken the vaccine and why I probably will not take the vaccine. Most likely won't. I have my religious beliefs on it as well. And... Do, do I sit and yell at people who ignore all this stuff? Do I sit and try to preach to people? No. I give my reasonings. If you want to take it, take it. That's your call. You know, and if you have any religion, and I'm not going to sit and talk about religion the whole time here. But if you have religion... You, you, you got to understand that it can be very scary to accept this vaccine with the state that this world's already in. But think about the fact that two weeks ago, it was the anniversary of 9-11. Because this is where I'm essentially going with this. Because since 9-11, we've, we've had Obama. That divided the country pretty good. Because you either liked Obama or you're a racist. It has nothing to do with your opinion of his economic plans, of what he's done of what he was doing to this country, the amount of debt he was putting us in, you don't like him as a president, then you are racist. Because it had to be because he's black. Now forget the fact that like before he won, I can't tell you how many YouTube videos I saw of black people in the ghetto speaking out against Obama. Are they racist? Or are they just Uncle Tom's? You know? Then Trump. Trump and his mouth divided this country even more. Because it went from, if you don't like the president, you're a racist, to, guess what? If you like him, you're a fucking racist. To the point we got some moron in office, and he was a moron before he he started losing his mind. So let's be honest about that. But think about two weeks ago, 9-11. After 9-11, this country's never been so unified since probably World War II. This country, its history is riddled with division. Study some of that history, and you'll realize that. Revolutionary War, do you think every person here was like, yeah, fuck England? No. 
That's why they were called loyalists. There were Americans who were loyalists to the crown, to England. Country was massively divided at the time. Then, all the way up to the Civil War, our country was divided on the issue of slavery, whether we should have it or not. The Civil War, massive divide. Over 600,000 Americans died during that conflict. People were divided. World War I, people were divided in this country, whether we should go or not. World War II, people were divided. The majority wanted to stay out. But what, what brought us together? What brought us together? Pearl Harbor brought us together. The America First people back then said, you know what, screw that, we're going to war after Pearl Harbor. Then we're divided again with Vietnam. And I'm not saying we should be for or against Vietnam. That's not what this is. Just talking about the division. This country has been massively divided. We have to have major shit happen to us in order for us to come together like 9-11. And I said it then to multiple friends. I said it then. Within 20 years, nobody's going to give a shit anymore. And when it comes to 9-11, the majority don't care. The majority of people who do care are the people, the first responders who were there, who lost their brothers in frickin' arms, you know, whether police, fire, rescue, whatever. And people who lost family members in those towers or friends in those towers. Those are the people who like still really care for the first five anniversaries of nine 11. It was extremely emotional. Hell people got religion because of nine 11 Bible records or Bible sales skyrocketed. There's no, like there's been no point in history that there's ever been that kind of a surge in Bible sales. People found religion. There were people getting married be, because there were young people getting married because they thought the world was coming to an end and they were finding religion because of it. And the country as a whole was united. Let's Find them terrorists and stomp the shit out of them. And I, I said it within the first week. I think it was the second or third day after 9-11. Say the 14th or 15th of September that year, 2001. I was telling my friends, mark my words, it will not last. And this has got to be one of the greatest divisions in the history of our nation, at least since the revolution. 
people have true hatred for each other. For what they believe now. True hatred. I don't hate anybody. Here's the thing. I don't agree. I've, I've said it before. I, with stuff like homosexuality, I don't give a shit. When it comes to the trans shit, that's where it, it's... I, I just have no understanding of it. I don't get it. I talked before about that woman that I saw on a talk show who blinded herself intentionally because she identified as somebody who was blind and how, you know, all the psychologists were talking. It's a shame we couldn't get you help before it was too late because it was all kinds of psychological issues that would cause somebody to want to do something like that. And now, you ain't cool unless you want to chop your balls off. You ain't cool unless you're a woman who wants to be a man. I'm sorry, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I do think that it is a mental issue. It is a mental issue. And I think... I I don't really know how to word it, because anymore... Even though I'm sure those people do exist who are true trans, it has become a popular thing to do for those who are not popular. Well, I'm not popular because I I don't play football or I don't wrestle or play basketball. I didn't make the cheerleading squad, so I guess I need to tell people I'm trans. It's popularity. You know? Do I want to go out and string these people up? No. I'd rather see them get some help. The only time I can see wanting to be something that you're not is in the case of some kind of disability. You know? Because that's the whole thing right there. You know, that if you've got any confusion about this, check this out. I can sit here and say, I identify as somebody who can see. Maybe you should give me a driver's license. Will you? Because I, I identify as the sighted. You're going to say, no. You know, I understand how you feel, but guess what, bud? You're still blind. You're going to hurt somebody. And I understand chop, chopping your balls off ain't going to hurt anybody but you. But it's still not going to make you a woman. It's just going to make you a man without your dick and balls. That's all, that's all it's going to do. And that ain't reversible. That is not reversible. And sorry for the tension on that. It was just whatever. But either way. We're divided because we can't just say, you know what, I don't agree with that. You know, do what you want, but I don't agree. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Whatever. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't get to stop there. 
we have to try to destroy each other's lives. We have to try to find other people who think like us to help us hate others. And I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And it's damn depressing. I grew up loving this country. And this ain't no bullshit. One of my... I I used to, like, feel... Such pride when I was a kid standing up and saying the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of each day. And even when I was in Peoria and did the same, stood up and said the Pledge of Allegiance each day. You know, when I was in Washington, we had uh, a black girl in our class. Sweetest girl you'd want to meet. I, I didn't think different about her. In Peoria, there was... Times where I felt like a minority. You know, there was quite a few more black folks there. I didn't look at them different. To me, we were all Americans saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And that was unity. Everybody was standing up doing it. That was unity. You know, I don't agree with any kind of racism. But these assholes wanting to kneel before the flag during the national anthem, guess what? You're you're dividing yourself. You are making yourself fucking different. There's other ways to protest. There's other there's other things you can do. But you want to disgrace the flag, be disrespectful to that flag, and then turn around and demand respect, fuck off. And it's got nothing to do with your color. It's got to do with your dis- you're, you're being disrespectful to the one thing that unites us. I knew we were in trouble once that kind of shit started. And there was shit before that that I knew we were in trouble when those Mexican kids, and nothing against Mexicans. But when they, out in California, I believe it was, when they stormed the uh, flagpole at that school and took it down and raised the Mexican flag, why that shit wasn't put to a stop right then and there, that is an attack on the country. I don't care if it's fucking kids or not. If kids walk into a place with guns, cops are going to gun them down. That was an attack on this country, and we allowed it. Where can you even pinpoint, you know, you you can't, you can't pinpoint when this started, but it keeps getting worse with the crap we allow. There's got to be a line somewhere with what you allow and what you don't. And do I think that we should have just went in and gunned down those Mexican kids? No. I think they should have been given an opportunity to to correct their mistake. They definitely should have been given an opportunity. They should have been given multiple opportunities because they're kids. But you don't allow that kind of crap. You don't allow attacks on your country, no matter who's doing it. 
It's no different than 9-11, when we were the most unified. And yet, where was it? Detroit, I believe it was? <laughs> where they had the news had footage of all these Muslim neighborhoods with them waving their Palestinian flags, Middle Eastern flags, wherever they came from, out the window and celebrating that we got attacked. It's like, you came here for this freedom, and now you're happy we get attacked? Fuck you. I don't think I need to say what we should have done to them. Very least, ship them out. You don't like it here. Guess what? You're going home. Going home, son. Our country, and sorry for saying something religious again, but it's the truth. Christ said it himself, a house divided cannot stand. He's not just talking about a house. He's talking about a nation. He's talking about people. And the sad thing is, there's so many different divisions and fractures throughout this country. Where do you even start to try to patch it up? I mean, where do you even start? This idea of censorship on Facebook and Twitter and bullshit like that is absolutely ponderous, man. And for all you Democrats out there who think it's great that Trump got kicked off Twitter and these other people get kicked off Twitter, guess what? At some point in time, if their philosophy changes, it's going to be your ass getting kicked off there. What There was something I kept hearing about that, Unity 2020. Uh, I think Brett Weinstein uh, was one of the dudes that was setting it up. And they were trying to bring the Democrats and Republicans together that weren't the extremists, you know, the absolute morons all the way to the right and the absolute morons all the way to the left. And they never said a single thing derogatory. Not a single thing. And their account was deleted by Twitter. In fact, they were the opposite of being extreme. And Twitter didn't want it. Because they didn't want... The thing is, they you know, because they want Trump gone. That's what they wanted. And they were afraid that if there was a third party, that it would take votes from Biden and allow Trump to win. Because guess what? That's what happened before in 92 with Bush, Perot, and Clinton. And if it wasn't for Perot, Bush would have won. Clinton would have never been president. How's that grab you? With his kill list of over 40-some people associated with the Clintons that have been murdered. I'm sorry, committed suicide by shooting themselves in the back of the fucking head. I mean, come on. 
we can't have this kind of crap. Because for one thing, when you have censorship, when you have these divisions, there's no discussion. And discussion is how resolutions are made. That's how you resolve issues. Do you and your girlfriend or you and your wife talk about your issues and try to patch things up and go on? Or do you just sit there and stare across the living room at each other, hating each other? And not trying to patch things up. Because what's, what's going to happen? You're going to get divorced. And you may get divorced anyway. But you have to try to talk things out. You have to have respect for each other to make it work. I I just really don't understand. And guess what? Like I said, and if you're trans, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to pick on you. It's just this day and age, it's the easiest thing to go to. I think wanting to cut a piece of your body off is stupid. I think it's stupid. But if I'm sitting and having a conversation with somebody that's trans... And I don't agree with what they're saying. Am I going to just start calling them stupid? No. I'm going to have that discussion one way or the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's, it's human reaction that if somebody's acting hateful toward you, you're going to be hateful toward them. I mean, that, that's even if you're patient at first, you're going to get to a boiling point to where it's going to come out. It's just the way it is. Or you're going to get up and walk away, but you're still going to end up bitching about it to somebody else. I mean, let's be realistic. But the whole way you make progress. How many times have I said it about the pendulum to one extreme or the other? The only way to get it to rest in the middle is by sitting and talking. By developing an understanding for each other. You know, that, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to bring peace. It's the only way to do it. But people don't want to do that. People want wars what they want. That's what they want. They want death and destruction. That's what they want. They want to destroy each other. Because they think they can wipe out the other side. And that's never happened. We kicked the shit out of the Nazis in WW2, and guess what? We have Nazis here. We have those fucking apes running around here. That's what racism's one area where I will develop, where I do have some hate, because it's just something I don't get. Maybe it's because I'm blind. I don't know. Maybe it's because I can't see what color people are, so I don't know. But I, I just don't get that. Man's a man to me, but 
you, you can't wipe anything out. You either got to learn how to live with it in peace or just learn how to deal with fighting your whole life. And I mean, talking to old timers like my dad and stuff like that, it's, I just can't even imagine. I, I was talking to my mom the other day about her dad and as much as we miss her dad, my grandpa, so as as much as we miss Big MB, I'm kind of glad he went when he did. He would have flipped his fucking script over this shit. If cancer didn't take him in 2005, a stroke or heart attack or both would have once all this other crap started. And people, you know, people just don't get it. Those old timers, they just don't get it. Because they had had so many good years. Because these Vietnam protests, yes, they occurred. But they weren't as prominent is what we're made to believe either. Yeah, they occurred at universities and in some of the big cities and stuff like that, but over the majority of this country, it did not happen. There may have been people who disagreed with it, But it was what it was, you know. There was still, even though there was division, there was still more unity than division. Now there's nothing but division. That's something I wonder about with my podcast because I don't have a lot of people listening to it. I've, I've, you know... And I I think that there are a few more who have started listening, and thank you. I do appreciate it. I wish I wish people would share it if they like what I'm doing. I really do. Because it's one of those things that... It, it makes me wonder how much longer I'm going to go on with it with the few people who are listening to it. You know? So yeah, you know, if if you're willing to share, I'd appreciate it. But I still wonder how many people have listened to a specific episode I've done and been like, oh, fuck yeah, totally agree with this dude. And then on, like, within two episodes, they're like, what the hell is he talking, I don't agree with that, fuck him. Because that's the way it seems to be. You, you need to have somebody you agree with all the way. And... There's little care as far as having understanding, you know, <clears throat> and p- people aren't going to want to understand why I believe the way I believe. You know, it's just, do you, do you agree or not? That's what we've come down to. Do you agree or not? 
And it has gotten to the point to where even with political parties, you know, and there's there's more and more of a move to kind of being a centralist with people. But overall, overall, it's still Republican or Democrat because of our two-party system. So uh, it, it, it just doesn't matter. If you're a Democrat, like people... 10 years ago that would have said that trans shit is fucking ridiculous. Fuck those people. I hate those people. The fact that they're Democrats, it's the same reason why they are so for it now. Like I said, I don't agree with the hate. I don't agree with hate at all. Do I understand it? No. Do I hate them? No. I do think it's ridiculous, but that, you know, how much of my shit do people think's ridiculous? And I hope you don't hate me for it. You know? <laughs> but, and, but it, I mean, if it's, it's even gotten that way with the vaccine. You know? There's very few Democrats who speak out against the vaccine. There's very few who Republicans who don't. And I'm neither. I'm registered as a Republican, but I haven't, I haven't voted in quite some time. I did, I didn't vote in, I, I, I didn't vote in the first Trump election, 2016. I started seeing the truth after 2008. I still voted in 2008 and 2012. And even though I started seeing the truth, because it's like, you know, I think it was just a last ditch hope that I was wrong about the state of things, about the unity between the politicians that the dispute between the politicians are actually due to keeping us divided. I didn't really want to, I just have no choice but to believe that now. They want us divided. And people are all for it. They don't want unity. You know, it, it just gets me. You know, I, I, I have met white people who talk about how much they love black people and they don't have a bad thing to say about a single black person. And it's like, really? So every black person's great? I don't know a single black person that'll say that. You know, but that, that's the narrative they feel they have to follow. I'm not going to hate somebody because they're black, but just because you're black don't mean I'm going to like you either. There's ship bags in every race. There's ship bags in every political party, every religion, every non-religious group. There's ship bags everywhere. I just, man, I don't, I don't get it. 
I really wish people would wake up, and I think it's already too late. I'm hoping not, I guess, but when the projected national debt by 2031, 10 years from now, is 45.6 trillion fucking dollars. I mean, I'm sorry for the language, but I can't say that without throwing the F word in there. 45.6 fucking trillion dollars is the projected national debt for 2031. And how many times have we come under the projected national debt? I don't know of once. And it started with, it started originally with Bush, but the well, it's obviously started before then. But when Bush took over, it was four trillion, four trillion dollars twenty years ago. Think about that. Just four. Two thousand eight. That was one of Obama's points, and Obama didn't even run against McCain. He 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 ran against Bush because people were so sick of Bush. He talked about how immoral it was that Bush would take our debt from four trillion to eight, and what's he do? He takes it from eight to nineteen. Over his eight years, I mean, come on. You know. So I mean, fifteen trillion added in the first sixteen years of this millennium and they're talking about essentially another 30 trillion total over those next 15 years from 2016 to 2031 it's I'm telling you folks it, it's sad. I I don't know what can even begin be 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 done. I don't know where to begin. Like I said, there's so many fractures and cracks. Where where do you start filling them in? Where where do you start trying to mend things? I don't know. I don't get it. But well, I know this is a little bit shorter than the last one or two I've done, but other than just continuing to bitch, I don't know what else to say. You know, do you want another half hour, hour of me coming up with examples on how we're divided? I mean, yeah, me neither. So, like I said, I'd appreciate any shares that you're willing to give to the podcast. Um, feel free to contact me, you know, and hey, if you like, if, if you think what I'm saying is ridiculous, email me, I'll bring you on here, I have no issue with that, you know, as, as long as you keep it decent and civil, I, I don't give a shit, so, I mean, hit me up, email me, littlemb6580 at gmail.com, that's L-I-T-T-L-E, M as in Mike, B as in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all take care.